rapper phony. And a phony at the mic. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. You think I'm some dummy off the street? Yeah, My I mean, era's everything. Well, I cover all era. eras. My it's nickname, Mr. Era. Jeff Lutz. I've been around for 34 years. Longer than most people. 34 years to me is... That happened yesterday. Not in your lifetime. There's no alternate history where that could have been achieved. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Woohoo! All right, we are back. The Bob and Jeff Show, KFH, hour number two. Uh, we got a couple of tickets to give away to Charlie Barron's, who will be at the Orpheum, was our guest at the uh, end of last hour. 869-1240, give Max a call. Uh, caller number one, he'll give you a pair of tickets to see Charlie Barron's next Thursday at the Orpheum. David Ubbin joins us, college base, uh, college football reporter and uh, journalist for The Athletic. Welcome to the show, David. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, happy to, happy to have you. So it's been an interesting college football season. Uh, Deion Sanders has taken up a lot of the oxygen. Uh, they've lost a couple games now, so things are starting to settle in. What are the major storylines now that we're uh, five weeks into the season? I, mean, I think the biggest one for me when you look around and just the entire landscape is like the lack of a true lead dog. Uh, you could make a case right now, five or six teams, uh, the best team in the country. And, and this week, you know, you have Georgia get tested against Kentucky. Alabama's on the road uh, to Texas A&M. Um, and, you know, the Pac-12 will set itself out eventually. The Big Ten East is uh, three really, really good teams, probably three tough-caliber teams. There's probably not room for all three of them. So I, I think you look down, you know, the, the stage is set at the first month. And, you know, for as long as I've been covering the sport, we're sitting here in October. And the fact that you can make the case for, you know, a dozen, 15 teams in the playoff and, uh, nobody looks like a sure thing is, is new for this sport. You know, certainly don't want to, uh, you know, downplay what Georgia has accomplished, two national championships in a row. They've started undefeated. But if, if we were starting, and I guess they do this now when trying to determine the playoff teams, they, they, sit, they put out rankings early. Won't Michigan be at the top of that, or am I missing something, do you think? It's, is Michigan the best team in your opinion? Uh, you can make a case for Michigan. I mean, committee is not – Put them number one. I mean, those ranks don't come out until 31st or some time. Um, but Michigan's not going to have the wins um, at that point to be certainly not number one, regardless of how dominant they are. That uh, we kind of know how the committee operates, and, and that'll sort itself out if Michigan plays Ohio State and plays Penn State um, and all of those things. I think right now, if you look around, uh, you know, if, if Florida can continue to be undefeated. You know, you look at their win over LSU. You look at their win over uh, Notre—I mean, over uh, Clemson. That those are two pretty quality wins. Texas will probably have a case if Alabama keeps winning games. Um, so the committee does things a little bit different than the human poll. My, my favorite dynamic in, in college football is without fail in the playoff era is that the human poll say one thing, and then Tuesday night we get the committee reveal, and every single time you see. It, certainly some moves from the polls to more accurately reflect what the committee does. I, I kind of like these approach a little bit better, a little bit more merit-based, and who have you beaten, where have you beaten them, rather than just the pure eye test and, you know, 
the reality is George is number one in the country right now because of what they did in 2021 and 2022. I get that, but also it doesn't really make sense. Last week they lost a bunch of number one votes. And if they don't beat Kentucky soundly this week, even though Kentucky is a ranked team, you might see more uh, from some number one, or some number one votes fall off the ballot. So. Talking uh, college football with David Ubbin from The Athletic. So Caleb Williams, I think, is still pretty certainly the front runner for the Heisman Trophy, but there's there's some guys that are that are making some uh, some waves, and I'm not sure his defense is going to hold him up. Uh, what about what about Washington and and their quarterback Michael Penix Jr. Is he mm-hmm. is there a, is there a, a way that he could do it? Yeah, I mean, I think if, if any of the teams you know get in the playoff, I mean, me you look at USC. They look like the third best team in the Pac-12 to me. I think Washington is a more complete team. You, Oregon certainly has a better defense. But Bo Nix has done it pretty impressive. Um, you know, Penix was number one uh, on my list. Uh, uh, the eyes of this week, we do kind of a straw poll among our staff. So I, I voted Penix one, Williams two, and, and Nix three. I mean, the Pac-12 has been really, really entertaining thus far, um, mostly because of, of the play of some of those quarterbacks. You look at what Cam Ward has done at Washington State as well. Um, you know, Shador Sanders, Colorado's had a really nice year, um, too. So there's a lot of points being scored out west, and it's a shame that this is the last year of the league because the Pac has been the best and the most fun league at this point. And, you know, unfortunately, obviously it's not going to exist after this year in the same way. But these games are getting carried on the Pac 12 network that you just can't really see, and, and that's, that's unfortunate. Which which conference would you take? Uh, you know, once once the dust settles here, with at least this round of realignment, uh, Big Ten or the SEC in football, which would you take top to bottom? And I know you know things change and it's, and things are cyclical, but as as we foray into that, which which conference looks better on paper to you? Well, it depends on what you value, right? Big Ten's going to be making more money. They've got bigger fan base. We look at Ohio State, Michigan, and, and games against Notre Dame, which do matter. TV audiences. But the SEC's got the trophies, and that would be tough to uh, to disagree with. I mean, when you look at uh, the Big Ten uh, and, and what they've been able to win on a big stage, you know, other than Ohio State, uh, was that the first year of the playoff, I think? Um, you know, compared specifically to, to what the SEC has done, it's not been particularly close. Uh, this will be a year that, that might change that. I mean, there's a world in which the, the, the SEC doesn't get a playoff team. I don't know that we're going to get there, but they haven't had a lot of teams that have looked really dominant. Um, and when you compare them to, to what Michigan has done this year and the experience that they have and how good they are on the lines of scrimmage and the possibility that you, know, you could have a, a Pac-12 versus Big Ten um, playoff is, is a real thing. Um, but we'll see if Georgia can get to the finish line. But the Georgia and Alabama as well is that when you have the, the SEC struggling in the way that they do and neither of those teams are going to have a really good non-conference win, if you get to the end of the season and if they're piecing through your resume – Georgia's especially, if you drop a game, it's going to be a pretty thin resume. Now, the idea that a one-loss SEC champion doesn't get to the playoffs seems likely, but you never know what can happen in Atlanta. Maybe LSU gets on a run and knocks them off, and they're going to be tough to consider it at number two. So, with two losses, it's, it's um, this is going to be quite a run here. Uh, David Ubbin with us from The Athletic. We're talking college football. Final uh, I'm interested in your opinion and a final question here for you, David. Here's the headline that appeared on ESPN.com yesterday from the Associated Press. 
NCAA moves toward implementing new NIL rules. Uh, seems pretty straightforward and pretty simplistic. <laughs> there's no way this is going to be straightforward or simplistic when they try to implement new NIL rules, right? This is going to be a big mess. Yeah, I mean, there, uh, at the end of the day, you have two sort of, it's, it's a big question. You have sort of what is legal, what is not legal, and then how do you enforce that? And in the NIL era, especially the collectives have sprung up, and uh, the idea of inducement, which is technically illegal, but literally philosophically impossible to prove unless you just want to be caught. Uh, if you can't really enforce it. So, you know, I, I, Godspeed to them for trying to write the rules. The, the combination of uh, convoluted rules, a lack of enforcement arm, obviously they still have subpoena power, which I mean, in general you have to have an aggrieved party uh, most of the time or a institution that is highly motivated to cooperate, let's say to get out of a coaching buyout perhaps, um, to do anything. Um, and so at the end of the day, the schools that are uh, not worrying about the speed limit are, are doing pretty well for themselves right now because they know that there is not going to be a lot of enforcement in that space. Um, and yeah, it's all... very hard to, to get caught for doing anything. So, hey, if you're a collective and you got money, go out there and hit the recruiting trail. A lot of horses outside the NIL barn already, so we'll see. That's uh, certainly interesting stuff. Uh, David, thank you so much. It's good to catch up with you. We'll get you on again soon. Yeah, sounds good. I appreciate it, guys. David Ubbin from The Athletic talking some college football, one of their national college football riders. We will come back and get into some college football. Next week we will have Washington, Oregon. That'll be That's a, a big one. That'll be a good one. Uh, but we have eight games to pick. Max Power is back in. He's uh, ready to go. Jason Duda, we expect to hear from. And we're going to give away one more pair of tickets to Charlie Barron's. He's at the Orpheum Theater next Thursday night. You just heard him on this show. Uh, boy, sounds like he's uh, going to put on a great show. A pair of tickets at 869-1240. During the break, we'll be back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
KFH. When the morning came, we were cleaning incense off your vinyl shelf because we lost track of time. This is Maroon. Laughing with my feet in your lap. Taylor Swift. We continue with the musical theme. We are attempting now to get Jason Duda on the show. Why wouldn't he be here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh, but we're leaving that up to Max, and we're going to see if Max can pull it off. Uh, if not, Duda's zero and eight. That works for me. I'm good with that. That's kind of where I am right now, my friends. Duda should be calling us. He should be ready. He should be have Enthused. his picks ready. Yeah. He should, he should be excited. Uh, it's it's all uh, it's it's all on the table. Yeah, I don't like this uh, passe passive stuff. Max will let us know. Otherwise, we're gonna make the picks without him. That works. He's got one minute. Where could he possibly be right now? Well, he's working, but uh, you know yeah. you can get away, or you can tell us that you can't get away, so that we're prepared. One of the two I, would I got be his great. voicemail, so I figure he'll call back. Well, it, it, he does or he doesn't, Max. Max, uh, I don't know if he was on the air when he said that. Yeah. Uh, he got his voicemail. He should call. What, how would you proceed, Max? Um, well, I'd go. He'll, he'll ring in eventually. He, he can see I called on his phone, so I'm sure he'll be here eventually. Well, it's time to go, so let's go. Yeah, I'm picks not. picks way for no man. I mean, he had a whopping nine points last week. Why wouldn't he be on the phone? Well, he's terrible at this, and he's—I think he's coming to recognize that. You would hope, uh, Max. Let's get the music going as we uh, indulge in our picks. Week five, or is this week six? This is week six. Here's where we stand. Uh, Max is twenty-two and eighteen, but he's a point away from me. I'm 20 and 20. Jeff, 19 and 21, six points out. Due to 16 and 24, 31 points. I've dropped under 500. We got to fix that the this, this that's, week. That's because all it you was, guys had terrible weeks. You and Bob had 10, and Duda had nine, but I had 25. Well, you had a terrible week too. You just happened to get some confidence. I had 25. Right. No, you didn't. You had 19. I did not. I had Texas for four. Jags for seven. That's Wait 11. Wait a minute. Hold Buffalo on. Buffalo for had, eight, you, and the Jags for six. You had the Jags for seven. I had the Jags. You had Buffalo for eight, and you had Texas for four. Yeah. Uh, that adds up to 19. Here we go. Let's make the picks. I don't know. I had to, you know, I, I was told to be no math. Sorry. Well, see, this is why everybody <laughs> see, nobody knows who everybody is really doing me. the job here. I am. No, that was my nobody mistake, knows Jeff. That. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's start with uh, the University of Kentucky. Undefeated. On the road to play Georgia. Wait, no. I had the Jets for six. I was right. Well, you The all... Jets weren't even a game last week. Well, they, they Jets covered. and Chiefs. They covered. You picked Kansas City for six, I Max. did not. I picked the Jets for six. You, I would never, you, ever in my life. I'll play the you tape. Pick, no, you picked Kansas City. No, I did Kansas not. City. You said it. No, I remember because you said tape. it pained you to no, do it. To pain me to pick the Jets. I took the Jets for six. I'll go back and get it. I'm okay. the only one. Yeah, let's hear it on the because uh, we all thought you picked the Chiefs. Uh, you, you maybe he wrong. did. I, maybe he did. I would never pick them ever. We'll need uh, we'll need proof. 
I'm getting it even uh, as I speak. Kentucky at Georgia. Georgia, a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't think Georgia is what it was last year. They probably are at a point in the season where they want to send a message. But is Kentucky good enough to keep Georgia from sending that message? I will say, oh, this is a tough game. I will say Kentucky for one. I uh, That game almost makes my head hurt. Jeff? Yeah, I don't have much confidence, which is rare this week because these these games seem relatively straightforward. I have Kentucky, too. I'm just not sure about Georgia. But if they want to prove me wrong, that's beautiful. Two points. No word from Duda. I say that's a that's – a, we X him out on that one. Uh, Mac, X he'll, him. He'll call in. Give Duda a break. I, no, I don't give anybody a break. Uh, who do you have, Max? Georgia is the is the team until proven otherwise. I'm taking Georgia for eight. I don't think Kentucky will hang in Georgia. Oh, that's a. There, you said that last week when I took you the lead Jets. This thing. Uh, well, until I hear uh, audio proof, because I certainly wrote down Kansas City. And Jeff remembers Kansas City. Well, I remember that part of it. If he ended up saying Jets, then he ended up saying Jets. Yeah, we're, we're open to the idea. Uh, Washington State, another very good Pac-12 team, visiting L.A. to play the Bruins of UCLA. Uh, this one is a UCLA three-and-a-half-point line. Jeff? I don't know. Uh, I've been burned by... UCLA, and I've been burned, I believe, by Washington State. Didn't they have Oregon State last week or something, and I picked that one wrong? Uh, it was recent. Or maybe it wasn't. It was but Utah, I'm, Oregon was State USC. last week. That was USC that got – that really it killed us. Picked. It doesn't really matter. This, this I have, is an awful segment right is it, now. It's not my turn. Yes, it is. Okay, it's UCLA for three then. Max. Uh, first of all, I have found it, and I picked the Jets for six. I'll play it in a second. Um, <laughs> as much as I like UCLA, I, Washington State has some offense. I'm taking them for two in the beautiful Rose Bowl. All right, let play the clip because I still don't believe you. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna turn everything on because he's got to cue it up. You know, I think I yeah, have it. This a, is the year 2023. Uh, uh, to no end. When you're ready, play it. You know, if it wasn't for Zach Wilson, Opie would be the worst quarterback in the league. But I think the Jets defense can can hold can hold enough. So I'm going with the Jets for six. Oh, oh cooking the books, Jeff. What do you think? Oh, it's happened before. It'll happen again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm only kidding. I'm not convinced that was last week's pick. <laughs> when do we, do we usually pick the Jets? You really had a lot of talk about how it was painful for you. Yes, because I had I to pick New York. I clip. hate New York. You, but I didn't hear that in that clip. Well, because uh, I'm going to pick UCLA for five in this one. Uh, next, Oklahoma and Texas, the Red River Shootout. Very intriguing game, both unbeaten, and I, I put out there. I'm still not sure how good either team is. Texas, a six and a half point favorite. Uh, Max. Yeah, battle of unbeaten's, but it's in Texas, so I think they can win by a touch, and I'll I'll take them for one. I don't. It's always in Texas, but it's in Dallas. Uh, 
I don't know how to pick this game. I could see Oklahoma keeping it really close. I'm not sold on anybody here, but I'm going to pick Texas for three. Jeff. Texas beat the daylights out of Alabama. Uh, until I see differently, I'm going with Texas, and I've got them for eight. Eight. That's Texas your eight. for eight. Yeah, of course. That's crazy. Oklahoma's not that good. That's crazy. How do you know Oklahoma's not Because that they haven't good. beaten anybody. Kansas State in Stillwater to face the Cowboys, who are in disarray. Oklahoma State, an underdog at home by 11 and a half points. Is K-State good enough to beat them by two touchdowns? I say they are, and I've got them for six. Jeff? Well, it would be a huge problem if they were not good enough to beat Oklahoma State by two touchdowns. In Stillwater. Whoopty. I've got... K-State for five. Less confidence than the previous game. Max. Yeah, I like K-State too. I got K-State for four. They can win by two touchdowns. Or Our final college game. Boy, this lacks without Duda to make fun Where of. Where is he? This isn't going to stand. Uh, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough for all of us. Central Florida. Yeah, I don't. I can't get on Max. He's so thin-skinned. It's and you. You're a. You're. I'm not. You don't have a clue. Bring it, uh, Max. Thin-skinned. <laughs> Central little Florida in Lawrence to face the Jayhawks, who are going to go with uh, Bean as their starting quarterback. Uh, they are still a two and a half point favorite, and uh, we start this one with Jeff. I got uh, Jason Bean as kind of the Gardner Minshew of college football in a way. He's going to look good for a game or two, perhaps. But if he's your starter and you got to roll with him, it's going to get worse as it continues. I've got Central Florida, but only for one. Uh, now, Max, what do you got? Yeah, KU's been on a little downside. I'm sorry, KU Pat, you didn't call me to tell me otherwise. I'm taking UCF for five. Goodness gracious. Was it like well, Duda took him for eight last week, KU half. or something, didn't he? Had a bad second half at Texas last week. I think that I don't, I'm not going to begrudge them that when their quarterback was not healthy. Uh, I think they. Well, they their are, quarterback still isn't healthy. They are at home. They're facing a team that's been okay. Yeah, but I like Kansas in this one. Uh, for four. You sound with no conviction whatsoever. No, I think Kansas is fine. Jason Bean's a good player. He's, yeah, he's a backup. Yeah, but he's a good player. He's an okay in backup. In college football, you have good backups normally. Right, but he's not hes, he's not someone backup. you hitch your wagon to. I, I'm hitching it. Hitch I'll, it? I'll bet you any amount of money on that game. Okay. Straight up. Okay. Any amount. How much? I'll tell you when I win. $50 <laughs> right now. I don't have $50. No, go for it, man. I'll, how about, okay, 50 All right. Thank you, you won't you pay heard, me. I won't pay no, you. No, this is one we'll, okay, we'll pay. Okay, $10. No, $50. You have to buy the rest of my daughter's candy bars. If, $50. I don't have $50. If you would have $50, Ten. if we bet, okay. who, who do we bet with? You could get $50, Jeff. Well, you know who we bet with, and I'll tell you at the end of these picks. Okay. Uh, who, they were, who they were brought to you by. Now nice. we move into the NFL. Uh, Jacksonville in London for the second week in a row. That seems very odd to me. I don't know what the NFL is doing with that. Uh, this is Buffalo's home game. 
They are a five-and-a-half-point favorite in London, Max. Yeah, Buffalo showed that they can do it. Josh Allen, he's back. I got the, I got the Bills for seven. Bills for seven. I am uh, echoing that. Buffalo for seven. Jeff. The only thing that uh, makes me have any pause is that I assume Jacksonville has stayed over in London. They've gotten comfortable over there. Uh, the week hasn't been overly taxing. Uh, but Buffalo is, is far, far better. Jacksonville has shown me nothing. I've got the Bills for a big seven. What a waste of words. What do you mean? I mean, that game's so easy to pick. It, it is, but what if it isn't? They got comfortable over there. They, nobody wants to be away from their families and their their. Nobody, nobody wants want to, to be over there for two weeks. Nobody wants to, but they are. They, they're making the best of it. They're figuring it out. They're having the great British food that's over there. The game of the weekend in the NFL, Dallas and San Francisco. I believe that's a Sunday night game. 49ers, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Max, we start with you. I like the four, I like that kid quarterback. He reminds me of a certain kid from San Mateo. Boy, I like the 49ers for six. 49ers for six. I like the 49ers for two. I think Dallas is going to go out there. And you were play. all in on this game a, a week or earlier I this am week. I'm all in on this game. Two is not all a great in. Game. I think Dallas is going to play well in this game. Uh, they better. And I think it's a two-point pick for me. Uh, I could see. Could, I could see San Francisco winning by a field goal, and, and not covering. Jeff, I've got uh, San Francisco for four. Well, you're just slightly more. But I didn't say, oh, this is going to be a whitewashing for the for the 49ers. I never said that Dallas either. Dallas doesn't have a chance I in this one. I never said that. Never, not one time. They shouldn't even show up to the game. I never game. said that. <laughs> uh, you sure? You know, if I was younger, I'd pop you. Pop just, me then. I would. I just said, it, it, I, 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 popping people. Have you, you never popped anybody in your life? I popped several. Uh, finally. The Chiefs in Minnesota to play a, a an underachieving Vikings team. Uh, Minnesota is getting three and a half points in this game. That's not nearly enough, in my humble opinion. Chiefs for eight. Jeff. Absolutely. The Chiefs for eight. And while we're here, picks are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook and the official sports radio you know what I'm saying. The official sports book of Sports Radio KFH. Give it a shot, man. Do you know it right. I, I did it right. And you already you want me to say it again? Point pick. No, I didn't say eight. You said Chiefs for eight. I did? I wrote you did. down six because that's the only. Well, I meant Chiefs for six. But if you want to give me eight, that's fine. Picks presented by FanDuel. Max, what do you have? Uh, well, you know, the Vikings let some of their biggest defensive guys go, but. Since it's cold in Minnesota, I don't know. I'm just going with the Vikings at three because. They do play indoors, Matt. Yes, I know. <laughs> but they have to travel there. Why Why do you not like the Chiefs? What is it? it you're as bad with the Chiefs as Duda is with KU. See, uh, here it was. The start of the 07-08 season, coming off an undefeated regular season, and they ordered that guy to take Brady out on purpose. Huh? Bernard Pollard and Bernard the hit Pollard that injured Brady. took him out on purpose. 
And he threw the ball and he hit him after right in the knee. So that's it. You got it. No, nobody even associated with the Chiefs at that at that time of the round. Don't care. How do you feel about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Good for him. I like him. I like Taylor. Oh, there you have go. you uh, have you seen Kelsey the Kelsey Kelsey Brothers podcast? It's it's really I have excellent. Not. Excellent. Excellent. They do a good job. They do. I, like I need it. to listen to that. All right, there are your picks sponsored by FanDuel. No Jason Duda. Did he send uh, his picks? Nope. Haven't gotten a, haven't had a peep out of him. Well, if you get so him. So we'll see. Let send him to me. We've already made our picks. It seems blatantly unfair to let him pick. Just stroll in? Back. Yeah, I don't like that. We don't like it. I saw our friend, uh, gosh. Who's our friend from East High? James Cole. Yeah, James. He uh, said that uh, they're bringing back a bunch of former East High players for their 100th year celebration uh, tomorrow. And that's a... Uh, man, that that uh, is a. What are you plethora, trying to say? There's a plethora of people you should try to get. Well, I only have less than 24 hours. I, I need to know who from James. Who are some of the bigger names coming back for that? Uh, what about Clint Normore? What about Wes Anderson? What about Kirk Allen? Uh, what about James Walker? Some of the great East I bet High I could find Kirk Allen if he... uh, of all time. Kirk Allen still lives here, right? I love Kirk Allen. I saw him recently. Uh, well, give me my, his number. One of my favorite. I don't. I may have his number. One of my favorite all-time East High football players was the mighty might Wes Anderson. What a great, great football player he was. Went on to Northern Iowa, so yeah, you gotta. Uh, if I were here tomorrow, we'd have a, we'd we'd have a. a well, I got a, I got a two forty five slot open. You you'd make you you better make something open for that. Well, I got a two forty five slot. Two? I got T J Cleveland at two. I'd rather uh, talk to that wall hanger. Well, then you talk to that wall hanger. I'll interview T J. And we'll what see. You where gotta, it just kidding, T J. We can't wait to hear what you have to say. 225. 225. I got Bob Millette. He's going to be out there at Riverfront tomorrow for Cape and Carroll. They're, you know, they. What about three? Three is, I'm reach, I've am uh, reached. i looked at Taylor Eldridge. I haven't heard back from him. 325. 325 is Joanna Chadwick. And 340. 340. I don't know. I may call my daughter or something, do something fun. I'll do something funky like that. Uh, get her on for a serious segment. She's already been, done a five questions. Well, it won't be five questions, or it will be. I don't know. Man, I'm, this we'll show. We'll see. I'm so worried about this show. Don't be worried. Where's Kirk Allen? I'm, I'm, dread, I'm dreading this. Why? I'm going to see if I got Wes Anderson's number. No offense to Kirk. I love him. I absolutely love him. Well, you can see what all you want. But uh, I'll find. Why am I helping you all of a sudden? Well, there's Kirk Allen's number right there, probably. There it is. Uh, Which? Wes Anderson. Well, send it to me. Well, I did. 
Why am I helping you? You ought to get Wes and Kirk on. They were teammates. Well, I can, I'll see what I can do. I can't just, you know, sit there by myself for 40 hours and, and talk to people. That's not really uh, my wheelhouse, but that's what I'm going to try to do. And now you got me trying to uh, talk to multiple people at once. Oh, you got both of them. Look at you. You're doing a good job. Now uh, pick the microphone back up and let's finish this show. Well, there aren't many people in this community who can pick up their phone and send you contact information for Wes Anderson, Kirk Allen, and Clint Normore. Well, let back me see. Back to back. That's not the number I found for Kirk Allen. Doggone it. So there you go. Thank me later. All right. You, I will. Well, I mean, that, you know, what, what can you say? Clint Normore, who should I talk to? Well, Clint Normore was the quarterback of those great East teams. They won uh, championships in 82 and 83. Right. Uh, he was the quarterback. Wes was the running back, and Kirk Allen was the middle linebacker. And Chuck Porter was the coach. And uh, I don't know how Chuck's doing, uh, but I hope it would be f lovely if he had some involvement uh, in that, in all that that's well, going on he, at East Well, has High he been School. ill or? Well, he's, he's not young. I understand that. He's not a young man, and I'm not sure how he's doing. Okay. I'm, I've inquired, and I'm waiting to hear. Okay. Uh, well, that's I okay. I consider Chuck Porter to be one of the greatest men I've ever known. So, yeah. So I, I got I to cared, interview him one time. I care deeply about Chuck, and uh, I just uh, can't say enough good things about him not only as a coach but as a man and uh this whole east thing this whole east thing has me nostalgic absolutely can you believe it i can but i'll get yeah i'll get one of those guys on two three who knows so i hope james cole you won't be able to ask him what i'd ask him. well then send me a list I, of questions I may, I may uh i may join in for that part of the show well join in for as much as you want i don't know if we how many lines do we have open i don't know just be on the show tomorrow. How about no. that? No, that'd be too easy for you. Come on. We got, we got guests lined up. No, we got everything. That'd be too easy for you. You don't really need a golf tomorrow. I'll be at our golf tournament tomorrow out at San Francisco. How long does that last? Starts at noon. I'll get, I usually get home between 5 and 6. Uh, so you can roll out of there a little early. No, I'm not rolling out of anything early. I, this is a big deal for League 40. I know. I'm not here to... Hold your hand. What kind of luminaries do we have showing up tomorrow? Well, we got all kinds of people. Brian Green, head baseball coach at Wichita State, is going to be out there. Uh, you name them, they're there. Will you save some pizza for me? Nope. All right. All right. Thanks to everybody for listening today. It's good to have Max Power back in the booth. Uh, still nothing from our friend Jason Duda. We don't our know. Friend. What, we don't know what's happened to him. Uh, but we will update you tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.